I choose to believe that time is going along, like the past, present, and future is all happening now. And so I feel like 10-year-old me and 43-year-old me and 72-year-old me, it's all happening right now. So what I do, I, I time travel. This is how I make decisions. With all the science, what if the proof is that there is no proof? It's crowded at the top. What's it about? It's about abundance. It's about getting to a certain height and dropping a rope and pulling somebody else up with you and continuing to do so the higher that you climb. Look, I've been able to do this in my business with just one digital product and I'm passing the plug. That's how they were able to do this. Shout out to my man, Blake Sanford. I made 1K in less than 12 hours just because I went on IG Live, he gave out some game and I actually implemented it. So long story short, saw Blake on IG, seemed authentic, you know, spent four hours of my life to make 29 grand. You know, if you sit, follow the plan, you know, with everything that Blake has set up, you'll make money. So I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see this guy, Blake. I saw the price and I was like, man, ain't no way. And no lie, step by step, it's got videos, it's got uh, everything that I needed to do my first deal and made $12,000. I was able to lock in my first deal, 13 and a half thousand. Man, we going up, this is only the beginning. Shout out to you, Aston CEO. Trying to make it crowded at the top. Keep going, man, I'll see everybody there. There's enough for everybody to eat. So look, if you're an entrepreneur looking to get to the next level and grow your business online, click the link in the description and tap in. Instantly get access to all of my courses, trainings, resources, and systems, plus weekly calls with myself so I can personally help you along the way, and a network of tons of other entrepreneurs that you can network with, partner with, and profit with. And right now, you can join completely for free. I want you to check it out and see if it's the place that you need to be to grow. All right? So click the link in the description. Tap in and I will see you on a mastermind call this Wednesday. It's crowded at the top. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Aston CEO. I got the voice of God on the other side with me. Hey, peace and blessings, beautiful people. You know how we do. Man, you know, I got uh I got reminded this week on why I like social media. Mm. Because I'm not that plugged in with social media no more, bro. I'm like, I got to get back to having fun with it. Because it's like once you start to... Most business owners, most entrepreneurs, they'll they'll uh, relate to me when I say this. It can start to feel like a job. Mm -hmm. It's like you like... Dying. And especially once you start to outsource stuff and can have other people posting for you, or setting stuff up, it's like you not even... Like, it's really easy to disconnect. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I like it is because of the relationships that I've built off of there. Like, I be meeting some dope people. Mm -hmm. And I met a dope individual this week that put some game on me. Like, some some good game that she didn't even realize. Because mm. I get inspired, right? You know, like, I say inspirations, uh, motivation and inspiration, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It fades. You're not going to feel that way each and every single day. So, like, I know I'm not motivated every single day. So, but I'm disciplined. Mm -hmm. Right. But inspired, I'm not inspired every day neither. Right. So, it's like, I can't, I don't go looking for motivation, but I do go looking for inspiration. Mm -hmm. That's why I watch certain movies. I, work, I watch certain shows. I watch certain documentaries. 
I listen to certain songs. I read certain books, like just to get inspired. Yeah. I just go out, people watch, and go meet some strangers somewhere, start a conversation. What you doing? Like just mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. try to get that spark to yeah, to get it going. Yeah, yeah. But I wanna, I wanna shout out. Uh, her name's Bree. On Instagram, it's Salis Studio. Mm. S A L L E S T U D I O. Mm-hmm. I thought her name was Sally all this time. I've been following her for a little minute. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought her name was Sally. Mm-hmm. Get on the phone with her. She's like, no, nah, my name Bree. It's like, ah. Right. Hmm. Like, oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. To, <laughs> nice to meet you, Bree. Right. And I don't follow many people because I'm bougie with who I follow. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say boot, but I don't be wanting to see all that nonsense yeah, all the time on social yeah. media. I started like, like I on follow spree the other day. I, well, I usually don't need an unfollow spree because I never followed that many people from the get, but I have been actively unfollowing people. You sent me a DM the other day of somebody, I ain't going to name their name, but you was like... Uh, Oh, yeah. Look at what they doing. As soon as I seen it, I don't follow them. (laughs) I'm like, I don't see this. Like, I instantly, I instantly unfollow. Yeah. I'm like, man, for real, I don't even know, dude. I met dude once. Yeah. I'm like, ain't no relationship there. I'm not learning nothing from from what he's posting. Right. So I'm like, man, let me unfollow this dude. But there's some people that I'll like be looking at their page before I follow them like to see what they're about. So it's like her, I was looking at her page from a like from afar mm-hmm. from for a little while, then I ended up following her. Cause she's into like uh she got a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. And I think is I think clothing brand's dope. But when I first started following, she was doing like custom sneakers, just custom clothes, painting on stuff. She an artist, she'll do a painting or something. And I just thought it all looked cool. Mm-hmm. And then she dropped her first clothes. And this is where the inspiration came mm-hmm. in because I get I get inspired a lot by the beginners mm-hmm. more so than the people making all this money right. and driving all the fancy cars. Yeah. And I get inspired by that because you're only going to feel that feeling once. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get it again and again and again. So it's like, and she only got like a thousand followers. Mm. She dropped her first line, so like a hundred plus pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's good. Uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Sell a hundred. I know people that got hundreds, multiple hundreds of thousands of followers that wouldn't be able to sell a million pieces of clothes. I mean, a hundred pieces right. of clothes. Right, barely do ten, <laughs> if that. Mm-hmm. So I just like that. I just like seeing that, and I don't like seeing people like betting on themselves and taking action and stuff because it's like there's so much power in not knowing what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. it's like once you get in and you start learning all this stuff, you may not just move off of straight instincts no more. It's way easier to talk yourself out of stuff because you know how things are supposed to be done, right? Instead of just doing it, doing it, and, and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you'll be better on that doing it and figuring it out than the, well, I'm supposed to do it like this because 
he said to do it like this, and she said to mm. do it like that, and they said to do it like that. Whereas, uh, yeah, there's some there's some basic frameworks and strategies for stuff, but that worked for them, right? You know what I'm saying? Man. Like it ain't it ain't gonna work the same for you. Man. That's like if uh, that's like if that's like if uh, that's like if Jokic was giving. It's like if Jokic was giving uh, John ja Morant, like, no, you need to play like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Jokic can give him some game, but hey, bro, you don't want to do this. You might want might want to do stuff a little different. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Jokic, what, 7'2"? Seven, seven, yeah, 7'2". L- look, look like he 300. Can't, can't jump over the three-point line. Ain't athletic at all. He getting it done. But I'm just saying way. he can get in some. His way. I know. Mm-hmm. Arguably, arguably best player in the league, right? But you can, but he can give some get some knowledge and insight, but you going but somebody that's that's running and jumping and like John ja Morant, he gonna do it a little different mm-hmm. versus okay, Jokic said the to do this and then and then hit him with the body here. Well, Jaws, Jaws like a twig. He can't hit him with the right, body right. here. Like, this ain't working. The- <laughs> this ain't working. Yo. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? So, but but outside of outside of the inspiration that I've seen from her from afar, she don't know how much she did for me. We uh, chopped it up on the phone because you know I got notifications for social media cut off. Mm-hmm. So it's like I see DMs when I see them. And it's like I kept on checking my phone to uh I kept on checking my phone to see if she replied to the message because mm-hmm. we had a back and forth going. I was like, yo, here's my number. Uh, just text me or uh something just so so I can get off of the mm-hmm. get off of the app. Mm-hmm. And she and she ended up calling me, but she called like not to talk, she called like thinking that hung up real quick just so she could save my number. Mm. And I saw the missed call and I called her back, ended up talking for four hours. Mm. And it was just, it was just certain things that she was saying that she didn't even understand like, like it's helpful to me. Right. Cause she may not view herself like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize certain things that I was doing, like had names and science behind it and stuff. I just mm. I just do it. So like quantum physics, y'all, I did I I'm somewhat familiar with quantum physics, but I ain't hit right, right all the way. Right. The most I know about quantum physics is because you know I watch all the superhero movies and stuff. The last Ant Man movie was the Quantumanium or something like that, right? A lot of quantum physics and stuff going to the flash, which I'm I'm gonna go see that movie probably next week or something throughout mm-hmm. the regular week. Uh Nipsey. Nipsey he got me hip to a guy by the name of Machal Kaku. Cause he talks about some of that. Nipsey was like in that. So I know a little bit about it. Shoot this book I got right here called mm, U Square. Yeah. It's about how you can take uh quantum leaps. Mm-hmm. Right. So that word quantum. So I'm I'm a little hip to it, but it's not like it's something that I'm very knowledgeable on quantum physics. 
And she was like, yeah, so much of business and quantum physics is like the same. And I'm explaining certain things that I do or the how and the, the why behind certain things. She's like, oh, yeah, that's that's called uh, scripting. She's like, you ever heard of a, a doctor by the name of Joe Dispenza? I was like, nah. So now I'm looking up Joe Dispenza mm-hmm. videos and stuff. Because something that I do, I call it time traveling. I feel like I choose to believe that Earth I mean, not Earth. That time is all is going along. Like the past, present, and future is all happening now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a past and there's a future in the de- definition of it. Like I know there is, but right, it's right. like it's it's all happening. So I feel like ten year old me and and forty three year old me and seventy two year old me. It's all happening right now. So what I do, I, I time travel. This is how I make decisions. I sit, it'd be quiet, it'd be dark. A lot of times it's happening in the middle of the night because I'm a night owl and I time travel, I like go to the future. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, things I'm doing now is just like the life that I want to architect for myself mm-hmm. and stuff, right? She's like, oh yeah, it's called scripting. I mean, uh, not that, not that, not that's the script. Then I told her I'll do that, and I told her, which I've told you many times, I'm writing a movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do my best to have. I feel like I would drive myself crazy if I didn't do this too. But everything that I go through personally and in business, it's like I'm putting them, I'm putting a movie together, and I'm actually writing the script. And I told her that I have songs. I don't just write it; I score it also. Mm. So I got certain songs that'll take place for the scenes because, you know, the music be real big in the movies and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, it's called scripting. You ever heard of Joe Dispenza? And I was like, (laughs) no. She's like, yeah, it's quantum physics. I told you, you need to start looking into quantum physics and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I got the intro to the movie and everything. Like, (laughs) I ain't going to describe it, but the song that's going to be playing for the intro is Walk On By by Isaac Hayes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this song. Yeah, but, for sure. But the intro, the intro, the music, like it got a long runway of music before the words come in. Mm-hmm. I want that that music playing. Mm-hmm. And the finale of Snowfall, that's how it started. They had Walk On By mm-hmm. uh, playing when it started. One of the goats. But... Yeah, but I didn't. But I'm not knowing this is all like quantum physics stuff. I know this from my my inner child and just me as a kid. I like the Flash, mm-hmm. and I thought it was cool how he could. And that's what the Flash is about. He can run so fast that he figured out that he could run down the timeline because everything was happening at the right. same time. Right. So he could run to the past. He could run to the future. And he realized he first started off running to the past because he messed stuff up trying to save his mama from getting murdered by another speedster, which framed his pops for doing it. And his pops gets locked up for life. Mm. It's like the Flash's origin story. But the speedster, but the speedster that actually killed the Flash's mama was trying to kill the Flash when he was a kid to stop the Flash from becoming the Flash. So it's like the Mm. whole Flash's origin story. It's happening because all these diff- this speedster stuff yeah. for running through time and stuff to to get them. Mm-hmm. So it's like once you think of it like that, it's like it's all 
It's all the same. None of it was avoidable. It's like his origin story started because somebody from the future came back. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's gonna keep on happening. It's like the chicken. And there's the a scene on. Yeah, and there's a scene on the the show. I stopped watching it because the show's corny, anyways. But it was cool at least. But then it started to get a little too corny. There's a scene where the Flash runs back in time to stop it, and he sees him as a little kid, and he's seeing the action in real time of the past of the bad guy and the Flash because he already came back to save it before. So he's seeing them two fighting. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to stop everything. And then he sees another one of him, like, in the other room behind the door, like, then there's another one of him, like, they all Mm -hmm. keep on. But I'm like, I do that to make decisions, because I'm like, is this going to be something something dope that I'm, like, is this going to make me who I'm looking to be? Right. And I'll be like, nah, that that ain't it. That ain't it. Or I'll be like, yeah, that is it. And it don't even be, like, straight up it don't I don't do it with just big decisions either it'll be with anything Mm -hmm. should I go here tonight (laughs) nah yeah stay away that's funny you say that because I've been in that same space lately like like just in the recent past recent months just paying attention to even like uh, taking that approach with relationships you know business and personal you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and just being like, yeah, this ain't this person ain't serving future me. So what's the point? Or this ain't serving what I'm looking to do. So what's the point? And being able and uh, okay with letting all of that go. You know what I'm saying? Success alert, success alert. Look, they were able to hit this in their business in just a couple months time. What are you waiting on? Get in the room, exposure equals expansion. It's crowded at the top. Click the link in the description right now, join for free. Get access to the training, resources, and environment that you need to to grow your business as an entrepreneur, all right? So click the link in the description, join for free, and I'll see you on our mastermind call this Wednesday. And also, are you getting value from this video so far? If so, let me know in the comments, all right? Now let's get back to it. Yo, Jarvis. Close the mask. Somebody call me. I get a missed call. I see the missed call. Is this is this conversation <laughs> gonna do something beneficial? Right. I ain't gonna call him back. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We having this conversation today, bro. Like, cause that's been on my mind since this morning. Like, heavy. She saying. She saying. What up? I ain't talked to him. I ain't talked to him about two years. Well, she's saying, "What's up, fool?" Mm-hmm. I know why she's saying, "What's up." Mm-hmm. I know what's gonna happen because it happened two years ago. <laughs> nah, that ain't that ain't. Yeah, it ain't right. Yeah, I got some extra and crystals seems- though. If you need. <laughs> <laughs> And it seems like more more times than not, every time I uh I see I like I see what's happening, and those few times where I go ahead and do it anyways, mm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why everybody be like, it's funny, bro. We don't be paying attention to just sayings that we say and how true they are when it be like. Man, I knew that was gonna happen. I knew she was gonna mm-hmm. do that. I knew he was. I knew it. It's like, yeah, you knew it because 
we're we're made and built to be able to know and you gotta listen yeah and and other thing with with physics like you know it, it basically comes down to everything being energy mm-hmm. and you know i'm a very spiritual person and all all anybody i don't care whether you think they're the weird old person that walks around with no shoes no socks I don't care if you think that they're the hippie person that's sitting in a field of flowers doing shrooms or the person that goes down to to the rainforest to do ayahuasca or something. It all comes down to to energies. Mm-hmm. Right? Like everything, everything is an energy. Mm-hmm. And it don't go no different than it's the same with bit businesses of energy, money. People don't realize all money is is energy. Mm-hmm. And money is a is a spiritual thing. I say that to people. People be like, "What is spiritual about man? This dude, man, this dude." Then then those people turn into, "Man, this dude think money everything, man. He change." <laughs> Just because I say something's a spiritual event, right? I'm like, nah. If you understood it's spiritual, then that's you could go get some. Mm-hmm. What's spiritual about it? I'm like, what? I'm like it's no different spiritual of that than the what you think is spiritual of you sitting and and manifesting your whatever bullshit people be saying. <laughs> like the thing, like they they don't think it's a spiritual thing because they don't believe that they can get it. So they just they just attach their spirituality to the things that they believe that they can get. Right. Right. I want peace. All that all that type mm-hmm. of shit. You know, just the regular the regular regular stuff. Yeah. Because just just regular go back to Einstein, right? Everything goes to E equals MC squared, right? E is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything's moving also. Like this microphone, it looks like it's still, but it's it's, it's, moving. Mm-hmm. it's molecules that are in constant motion. Mm-hmm. My body, my hand, it looks like it's still right now, but it's just like on some flash stuff. It's moving so fast that we can't see. Right. Money's the same way. We know it's not real. Like actual paper fiat, like it, we know it's not. Mm-hmm. There's not enough paper to cover <laughs> to cover everything, right. bro. We we don't. It it costs more money. It costs more money to produce the coin. That's worth less value than the piece of paper. Exactly. Yeah, that's real. That's why they stopped making coins and they finally had an excuse to stop making them when the pandemic hit. You start realizing everybody said, please have correct change. We don't got coins. Mm-hmm. No, they just stopped making that mm-hmm. shit because it, cause it costs, because it just don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah, that quarter costs more than that dollar. That hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So they finally was like, okay, boom, we got them. We got them. <laughs> Okay, put up on every drive through window, every car wash, and every the correct change. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a coin shortage. How, how the hell is a coin? Like, people don't... All of a sudden, there's just no coins. It's just like that stand-up joke. I don't know if you've seen the, the special Cat Williams. Cat Williams was like, uh, there was a chicken wing shortage. Yeah, yeah, this yes. That was his last one, right? Yeah, he was like, I don't know if you've ever looked at a chicken. He said, two wings. 
two thighs, two legs, one breast. Chicken. Oh. It's like, how's there not a shortage of legs, thighs? But there's a wing shortage to the point where wing stop was like, hey, man, it's yeah. thigh stop. We doing thighs. We doing thighs. Hey, them chicken I'm like, thighs people just don't. Too. I don't know if you ever had them, but. I didn't have them from Wingstop, but I just know thighs is the most fire piece of the chicken, period, it though. It is. It really is. And hard to mess up. If y'all out there messing up chicken thighs, y'all need to stay out the kitchen. <laughs> and people will sit there and say, like, I don't like dark meat, but everything that you eat, like at restaurants and stuff, it'll be the thigh. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a Chinese restaurant, it'll be a thigh. Or a Thai restaurant, it'll be a thigh. Mm-hmm. Or whatever dish you like in it, it'll be a thigh or whatever. Because they're cheaper and they're more flavorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but thing, if if money's not a real, actual, tangible thing anymore, and even when it was, its value was in its movement. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and then you not having any. And coming up with the thought to accumulate some that's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's no different than the than the musical artist or the singer sitting in a completely empty room and getting inspired by something or letting the music play. Where do the words come from? Like that's a spiritual mm-hmm. event that's happening. Yep, one thousand percent. Like you're literally making nothing come up. You're making something come up from absolutely nothing. I'm like, that's the same thing with money. Yeah. And that's it's the manifestation. Just the that, <laughs> like, it's just the people that, that you know, and I'm not knocking nine to five workers, but say somebody that they actually do go and work for money every single day, they can't see it like that because mm-hmm. they're like, man, I ain't do this from nothing. I sit there, I clocked in, I drove to work, I clocked in. Mm-hmm. I, I did my job, and that's how you get the money. We're talking about it spiritual. Man. Like, trust me, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a spiritual event. And, and it's the way people, like, associate even just the, the old classic cliche, like, money is the root of all evil. So whether they even express it or not, they, they putting that together, like, Oh, spiritual. No, money is evil. And then people who even say that probably ain't got much of it, if any. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're going to do the- a lot to get it at the same time, which is always confusing to me. Yeah. Or the, those same people say money's not everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never heard a rich person in my life say money is everything. Right. I've never, I've never heard a rich person say money is everything, and I've never heard a rich person say money's not everything. So where did this saying come from? Yeah. Trust me, y'all. Rich people fully understand that money isn't everything. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're not willing to do the things that the people that say that do. Exactly. That's why I was just because they realize that money's not everything. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend my life for money. Working hard for money because it's not everything. Mm-hmm. Person right here, they'll say, "Oh, money's not everything," but they spend majority of their life 
working hard for the thing that they say is not everything. Right. I'm like, common sense ain't common. Like, I just be looking at some shit and I be like. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's real. Look, exposure equals expansion. And for you to get to the next level, you need to get in the room. So go ahead, click the link in the description and tap in and get instant access to all of my resources, trainings, and systems. Weekly calls with myself and a network of other entrepreneurs for you to network with, partner with, and profit with. And right now, you can join completely for free. I want you to be 100% comfortable in knowing that this is the place that you need to be to grow as an entrepreneur. All right? So click the link in the description, tap in, and I will see you on our mastermind call this Wednesday. And also, are you getting value from this video so far? If so, let me know in the comments, all right? Now let's get back to it. Yo, Jarvis, close the mask. And when I say most of your life, I really mean most of your life. Like just in a just in a most people's most people start working with. I know most of my homies, like most of my day one homies, they've been working since they was like. 16? Yeah, I was going to say six, around 16 is the first time you you probably looking at like a seven to eight hour job. Some of my day ones homies have been working since they were 16. Other ones started like at 18. And then the couple that went to college started like 22. Mm -hmm. If you put together, so take the person who's been working since they were 16. That's part time then. As soon as you graduate, you're at full time. Mm -hmm. Most of the most of them, they're not working just eight hours because the jobs that you can get, they don't pay enough at that level of work mm -hmm. to only find a gig that can work eight hours. You're working at a, where I'm from. You're working at a factory somewhere, mm -hmm. and you're working twelves. Mm -hmm. When they bring on doing doubles and stuff, mm -hmm. I'm like, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of time that you're putting in for something that. That don't mean everything. You, you're away from your family. Mm -hmm. You're spending time away from your kids. Yeah, bro. That's, that's that's one of the things that I be thinking about or have thought about at least on this on this path. I be like, man, it ain't just the, the the hours. It's the getting ready to go. It's the traffic to and from. Like literally, bro. My my commute could easily every day be three hours. Hey. That's what I'm saying. You're spending most of your time. Like you said, it's the it's the getting ready. Take that time into it. It's the travel. Put that time into it. It's the actual time of work being there. Put that into it. It's the it's the time back. Mm -hmm. Put that into it. From work too. Once you get home, you got them people, which I told my last jobs, I was like, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all think I'm about to bring my work home. But majority of people do. Mm -hmm. It's the time you, you're working on work at, yeah. at home. Yeah, homework. <laughs> and if you don't do homework, it's the it's the the mental space of you thinking about the day and complaining about it to everybody else. Whether If you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, it's that time of you Complaining and talking about what happened at work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you got the then you got the time of getting ready for work the next day. Like, yeah, this is all your time for for what? What do you do it for? Money. <laughs> <laughs> do it for money. 
But they'll sit there and they'll call somebody a sellout. Yeah, I like I'm that. like, well, who who really who really sold out? You wake up at a time that you don't want to wake up, to go to a place that you don't want to go, to do a thing you don't want to do, to sit around people that you don't want to be around. Mm. For a bare minimum, 38 to 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And you do it all for a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But the person that uses their thoughts to pay for things is the sellout. Right. Where they where they do it for their time. And they use their they use their money to buy their time mm-hmm. because they realize that time is everything. Mm-hmm. But this person sit there and call them to sell out and say, oh, they think money is everything. Your whole life's existence is to make money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. Like, it's all backwards, bro. And that's something I realized about entrepreneurs, too. And we'll end it off with this. I realized that unsuccessful entrepreneurs do business to make money. Successful entrepreneurs make money to do business. So it's like, which which line do you stand on? Mm-hmm. That's real. Man. But y'all get it, get into yeah, I wish I could. I'm gonna be hitting y'all with, with more quantum physics information in the near future. Because unbeknownst to me, I already have been. Right. But now I just want to <laughs> see what of. these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then I can. Um, and then this also goes into content creation for you guys too. Once you actually know something, then you can take it and mold it into your own. So it's like. Because there's not a there's not an original thought under the sun. Everything's pretty much everything's already been done. Mm-hmm. It's just people taking their own variations of stuff. So it's like if uh, if uh, if Malcolm X can say by any means necessary, you can hear that, but you can come up with your own quote or saying or belief based off of that, but it sounds but it sounds different. Mm-hmm. Has your own voice. So he can say by yeah, he can say by any means necessary. And you can say, or I can say, uh there's not there's not any losses. You win or you quit. And then that that's an Aston CEO saying. Right. Then bam, then you got somebody five, eight, 10, 15 years from now on a podcast saying, Aston CEO said. Yeah, but that's just go. So I can find these quantum physics things that I don't know what they actually like the actual meaning or saying or scientific definition of them. I can be like, oh, it's fly. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make that this. Mm-hmm. By any means necessary, you win or you quit. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yep, just different voice. You made it your own. 
Man, so y'all, a, a lot of these things that we're doing in business and just in life, period, the science behind it. But and and I feel like, and I've met a lot of people that are the super science people and are the super, super spiritual people. I'm like, y'all do realize that they both exist. Mm -hmm. And most times they're saying the same thing. Yeah, but you know, just some of the, like, in my few days of researching some of these people, it's like they just won't, some of the physicists, it's like they don't believe in nothing of the spiritual stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like because the science says, and then you have the people over here on this side that's like, yo, science can't explain everything. I'm like, y'all both right, right? Like, why can't science and this exist, right? Be the thing, or the thing that the physicists can't explain. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason why you can't <laughs> right, explain it, right? <laughs> Like, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he was talking about all the things that he chooses not to believe in. I think it was with Joe Rogan. I was like, yeah, somebody like me would say you can't you can't explain it. There's no science behind it. You have no clue why, because it's just God did it. Mm -hmm. But then they need to, the, you know, they need the proof. And yeah. They need the proof and all this stuff. I'm like, well, you know, with all the science, what if the proof is that there is no proof? Mm. Huh? Mm. <laughs> Underdog, put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> I'm just saying, and that, and that right there, what I just said there, I didn't realize that that whole thought process that I just broke down right there is quantum physics. Mm. It's like a, it's like a. Gosh, I wish I had to. I wish I had the definition because I literally just read it like right before we started mm -hmm. recording. It was like, it was like three steps to something. It was like number two, and it was like that uh, thought power, the thought process of thinking outside the box of of the norms and stuff. Mm -hmm. Of basically, that's what it was saying. Mm -hmm. I'm like, even that's science. So I'm like, how can y'all not? I ain't about to get into some science stuff, but I'm just saying it's, it's just crazy how how quantum physics and, and entrepreneurship and business, like they, they're hand in hand. And a lot of things that we're doing, we don't understand what it is. And that's why I'm interested in it, because I'm like, if I can understand it a little bit more, then I'll be able to intentionally do some things yeah, instead of just like... Yeah, instead of it just being like just some things that I chose to believe by watching a bunch of fantasy characters in cartoon form. Mm -hmm. But yeah, bro, that, send me over what you come across, bro. Cause you know I'm, you know I'm a nerd, so I'm. Well, I told you the stuff I be sending you, you don't watch. Like what? So I gotta get you through the cartoons first. Oh right, 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 right. Because <laughs> yeah. all the stuff she was she was breaking down with me and the stuff that I've been hearing, like I said, Joe Dispenza talk about, these other people I've heard talk about, I'm like, man, that's straight up from the Marvel Universe. That's straight up <laughs> yeah. like the Flash. Yeah. 
Oh, that's straight up like some. Like, oh, that's one Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the power of a hundred. So, that's one punch. Yeah, so. But y'all get it, get up on it. Get up on it. And like I said, this book, You Squared by Price Pritchett, it's a be a, a good place to start. This will be a good place to start. And I said I'm gonna start reading this again because I haven't. I read it and it's it's so short, y'all. It's like a it's like a sit and read. It ain't like a like you get done reading this in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Types like literally. Yeah, because like this is like yeah. this is one page. Yeah, they don't fill up the pages. Yeah. Yeah, or well, one chapter will be. This is this is literally one chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn the page; it's a, it's a new chapter. I think it's like thirty nine pages or something like that. But I got I got advice from somebody, which I don't know why I got away from it. Because I'm like with the with the mind frame I'm on now, I'm like I probably could have already been here mm-hmm. of what's happened this past week. Mm-hmm. If I messed around and read this, how it was. How I was told to read this a year and a half ago. Mm. Said read it once a week. Read it once a week. Mm. That makes sense. And it's like once a week. That's a that's an easy thing to do yeah, once a week. Sure, sure. But that's where the consistency comes in. Like it's what's easy to do is also easy to not do. Mm-hmm. It's easy to read that once a week. It's also easy to not read it once a week. Mm-hmm. What you want to do? I got that joint right behind me too. I'm on my on my bookshelf over there. Man. Once a week. But well, that's how we're gonna end it, y'all. We out. <laughs>